is the Emergency Medical Minute. I started off with a Medical Minute poem. <clears throat> so this is actually a poem written by a guy, uh, Huelston, in 1774, and it goes like this. Tobacco gleaster, uh, breathe and bleed, keep warm and rub till you succeed, and spare no pains for what you do may one day be repaid to you. So what the hell, what the heck am I talking about? <laughs> Anyone have any idea whatsoever? All right, so this was the state-of-the-art treatment for drowning in the 1700s. So if um, someone, and this is actually, I, I didn't actually believe this till I read it, but actually, so someone used to, was found drowned, what they do is they pull them out of the water and then insert a tube into the rectum, s grab their pipe, start uh, getting some tobacco smoke, and then blowing smoke into the rectal tube. <laughs> You need to be very careful like not to aspirate from the rectal tube, but only blow smoke into the rectal tube. Um, and this was like the state of affairs. They thought this would definitely resuscitate people from drowning. So much so that like right now, you know, you go to some places and they have those AED boxes on the wall. So along the River Thames in uh, London, they'd have boxes that would contain this device. It was like a, um, a long tube was in the box. There was like one of those uh, billows that blacksmiths use. <laughs> and like some tobacco equipment. So if someone was drowning, you'd like run over, you'd pull them out of the water, you'd break the glass. <laughs> Instead of pulling out the AED, you'd get the billow, the tobacco smoke, the pipe, the rectal tube, put the rectal tube in, start smoking the pipe, put the smoke in the, <laughs> and then proceed from there. And that was first, that was before ABCs. It was rectal tube and smoke and then airway. <laughs> So anyway, uh, that's like the, that's the four story of drowning. Um, I, the reason I tell you that is because the rest of drowning technology hasn't really progressed uh, very far. So drowning is the fifth cause of unintentional injury death, uh, which is also kind of a lame statistic because if you're going like fifth leading cause of death, well, that's important. But then you start adding all these like um, modifiers, uh, unintentional death, injury death on Wednesdays, not related to westerly wind. <laughs> Um, so anyway, uh, it is significant, particularly this time of year in the summer. 80% um, male. Um, as far as ethnic groups, African-Americans greater than uh, white. Uh, the thought there is um, maybe uh, affluence has something to do with taking your kids to swim lessons when they're five years old. Um, uh, other thing is uh, oh, age group, uh, young people, like one to four-year-olds at greatest risk. In the olden days, we used to call wet drowning, dry drowning, active, passive. There's all these little modifiers. Nowadays, it's probably just drowning. The story behind the wet and dry means when, you, um, when you're submerged, you have this laryngeal spasm reflex. So your mouth might fill with water, but the larynx spasms down, so the, the water, in theory, doesn't enter in the lungs. That only happens about 10% of the time. Eventually, people aspirate and get water in the lungs. There's also um, differences between freshwater, saltwater, pool water. So if it's like freshwater or ocean water, that might have more bacteria than, say, pool water. Although it depends, I guess, on which pool you go to now. <laughs> Uh, the other thing with uh, salt water, you think it's hyperosmolar. So in theory, if you aspirate salt water, it pulls more. You, you might get a little bit more pulmonary edema. It's kind of more of like an academic uh, thought, though. 
Um, pathophysiology, most people, um, the, the main trauma is from hypoxia, obviously, and then you can get a metabolic acidosis. Um, as far as survival, if this is sort of intuitive, if you come to the ER and you're awake and coughing, your prognosis is good. If CPR is in progress, your prognosis is bad. Um, workup, kind of standard things, chest x-ray, ABG. Um, think about cervical spine trauma if someone's diving into a lake or pool, so neck immobilization imaging if needed. Um, treatment, uh, not a whole lot. Well, I guess from the smoke enemas, things have changed. Uh, but as far as the last few decades, we still, if someone's oxygen level is low, we'll still consider uh, positive pressure. So you can intubate and peep, or you can um, uh, do like CPAP type of thing. All righty. No smoke enemas here today. <laughs>